it's the middle of October. The birds are flying and the leaves have dropped. And we're into the peak of rough grouse season. With WXPR, I am Tim Otto. Joining me today is Katie Thorson. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. So I understand you recently went on your first roughed grouse hunt. I did, yeah. I got paired up with a mentor and then went out into the woods. And I understand that you took hunter, hunter education in order to do that, too. I, I did. I did do the online hunter education course there and completed that. How long did that take you total? Um, You know, it was probably like three nights with like two hours so probably around probably around close to six hours maybe not quite that oh good i'm glad to hear you went through that uh, was it a positive experience it was i mean there was some stuff that i don't think i'll necessarily use but i think there was a lot of good knowledge and it reinforced a lot of the stuff that i had learned through the learn to hunt class um and and working with you guys so when you went on this uh, rough grouse hunt uh describe the kind of area that you went in we don't, we're not looking for your spots but uh <laughs> yeah. we are we are all ears if you want to give one out yeah so i went out with uh john kabishik and he uh took me to some county land in lincoln county um and uh you know it was interesting uh there was obviously still a lot of tre- uh, leaves on the trees um but i saw all the things that we had talked about through the course that like make good grouse habitat it was a younger forest um there was the occasional you know um, you know, balsams or different kind of, of evergreen trees in there spurst out. Um, there was, um, it was a little hilly being as the, the Lincoln Hills or Lincoln Harrison Hills area. Um, so, but it was good. I mean, it was, it was nice. There was parts where we were walking on like old logging roads. And then there was other parts where we were, you know, bushwhacking it through the, uh, through the trees there. And uh, when you went on that hunt, you know, we'll kind of come back to the uh, the ultimate outcome a little bit. We want to leave our listeners guessing <laughs> a little bit. But, uh, you know, what were some of your goals going into that hunt? You know, uh, my main goal going into that hunt was just feeling comfortable with walking into the woods with a loaded gun. That's not an experience I've had before. Before, uh, during the Learn to Hunt course, we had been in like kind of an open field when we were practicing bird hunting. Um, so it's a bit different experience being through the woods and navigating mats. Um, and really, gun safety was just kind of top of mind for me. I, I hear so many stories working in this job of, you know, hunters accidentally shooting themselves or someone in their hunting party. Um, not that it happens very often, but enough that I hear all those stories. Um, so that's always in the back of my mind. And I actually felt pretty good about that going through it and, you know, making sure that I was always aware of John and where he was and keeping my gun pointed away from him and, and being safe out there. Well, I didn't, uh, I didn't hear about you in the news, so you must have successfully <laughs> yeah, completed that goal. It. Yep. So, um, and, uh, so on this hunt, uh, kind of describe what happened. Um, so I, um, give John every credit. I thank him so much for going out and taking me out with him, but he was um, very kind. And other than the part when we were both in the brush, kind of looking for birds, um, he allowed me to stay more on the, on the trail, the old logging road. And he went into the woods, hoping to flush a grouse towards me. Uh, we ended up flushing, uh, one grouse, maybe I'm pretty sure it was a grouse. I feel pretty confident in that. Uh, and we heard one drumming, um, but you know, I didn't, didn't, didn't fire at any. Okay. Well, so despite not harvesting a grouse or even shooting at one, would you consider that a, a successful hunt in your eyes? I would. You know, again, my like goal in there was focused on gun safety and no one got hurt at all it, with guns or otherwise. So um, I feel pretty good about that. And plus it was just, you know, it was a beautiful day. The fall colors were gorgeous. So it was a, a good time in the woods. And I, and I feel more confident going out again and doing that. And now that you've been out grouse hunting and unfortunately things just didn't quite work out for maybe the, the icing on the cake, but do you have a, a have a new goal in hunting? 
Um, I do. I feel like I at least have to go out and get. I have to. Sh- I have to shoot and kill one grouse. That is. I. I think I have to keep going until I achieve that goal there. And what uh, what kind of hurdles do you think you have in your in your way right now for that? Uh, well, one, I don't currently own a gun, so that's <laughs> probably part of it. Though my brother convincing me will probably uh, change that in the near future. Um, but you know, I think still the part that I'm like maybe most conscious of is knowing where to hunt in terms of like, can I be on this land? Am I allowed to do this activity on this land? And I think I have the tools to do that. I know the course really went over like all the different mapping tools out there to both find good grouse habitat for mats and also, you know, finding county, um, state land, federal land, that kind of stuff. So I think I'll get there. I think it's just a matter of getting that experience and actually doing it myself. Now, I, we were talking uh, earlier, you, you kind of had a little shift in perspective <laughs> on things. Uh, you want to describe a recent kayaking trip? Yeah, I uh, was kayaking down the Pelican. And this this thought has never occurred to me before. But I laugh because my brother, as I mentioned, um, has gotten into hunting as well the last few years. And he always, I don't know if he's joking or serious or not, but he's always like, oh, are there any ducks, you know, for him to get out there on. So I'm always looking for ducks just for myself and, and him in the back of my mind. And this was the first time going down the river and uh, there's a a duck ahead of me and rather than usually like flying in the opposite direction of me it it flew in my direction and the first thought that crossed my mind was man if they had a gun that I could have shot that duck like I I could have done that that really has never been a conscious thought of mine before so that's a a little bit of a change of perspective. <laughs> well, it sounds like you've had a uh, yeah dramatic change of perspective, and like the the program was maybe all, overall a success for you, whether you ultimately get out hunting or able to harvest a grouse in the short term. But uh, it sounds like it was a, a great positive experience for you, and I guess I uh, I say welcome to the welcome <laughs> to the tribe maybe as far as like being hunters and and um, being able to kind of look at look at it the world that way and starting to you know, as the seasons change, getting into, into hunting. Absolutely. And I, you know, I do want to say a big thank you both to John Kavishik for, uh, he really was a trooper going to that brush and, and I'd really trying for me to get a grouse there and trying to flush him in my direction. Um, but also just taking the time. It is obviously a time commitment to take someone out and kind of show them the ropes. So I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you, Tim, and every, all the other instructors in the course too. I really do feel like I have like a good grasp on grouse hunting now. And, uh, and that's thanks to the work that you all put in. Well, I'm, I'm glad you participated in the class. You're a, a pleasure to have in the class. And, uh, you know, who knows, maybe you'll you'll be back in the class again sometime in a different role. There you go. <laughs> so, um, again, kind of welcome to the group. I think you'll you'll enjoy the journey. It's, you know, you never really, it, it's never completed as a hunter. You never are perfect. You're never the best. There's so many aspects to it, you know, whether you're a, uh, you know, if you're a gun person, you can talk about guns or you're a dog person or whatever it is. There's always something that you can kind of improve upon a little bit. I'm looking forward to it. Well, looking forward to hearing about it too. So with WXPR, I'm Tim Otto. And again, Katie, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me.